It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In the Conversation, the podcast. Yes, yes. Back again. Back again, you know, January. Slowly tearing through January. It's the middle of January. Shout out to Martin Luther King. Yeah, it's the, the blackest his, of his, black history year is you going to get. This is the solstice yeah. of black history year. <laughs> is it the solstice of Black History Year? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what exactly? Is the, that's the longest day of the of the season of the year. The season uh-huh. January yeah. is the longest day of the year. The one that's in whenever the the you know what I'm saying the fall solstice is or winter solstice it it, it denotes the peak of that yeah. season. You know what I'm saying? The peak Got of the it. summer cycle of the sun cycle. Whether it's the mm-hmm. shortest or the longest, I think the winter one is the shortest, and the and the um, the one in June, June twenty first, is the longest of the year. Got you, got yeah. you, got so, you. Solstice. I'm saying the Martin Luther King is the solstice of Black History Year, which gives us the longest day of Black History of all days. <laughs> I, I'm with that. I'm with that. Martin is still apex. Uh, I hate to say Martin's still I'm getting Apex black history You know I mean He's the The most popular mm-hmm. Of all black history You know Like it ain't um, Nobody else huh <laughs> No it's a lot of other people But who's 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 coming Who's Fucking I mean, with Martin Nobody I'm just saying In America okay. I mean It's niggas that's Fucking with him But you know it's, Who It's America Who? I mean I, I don't I didn't live nowhere else I lived in America <laughs> okay, I mean man some Musa Probably t- fucking with all of it You know what I'm saying uh, Got down yeah. nigga Nigga who, who Who kept the colonizers Off off the Congo For a hundred years Probably is up there You know what I'm saying Yeah <laughs> Shit, the nigga, you know what I'm saying? My my, my nigga in Haiti who had the rebellion, I mean, goddamn. Like, that nigga deserves some credit. Oh, that's uh, Overture. uh, But yeah, but you hitting him with uh, my my nigga. When you still got to say my nigga from uh, such and such, first of all, it's terrible. I mean, we we American. We American. No doubt. But I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. I think even over there, he's moving units. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, this is terrible. I mean, but, I mean uh, Mandela probably somebody his people. Mandela there. Mandela's on the on the list. I'm just saying, Martin. It's, see, because of colonization, it's niggas mm-hmm. we don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's it's names, True. it's stories that we don't even know here in America. True. You know what I'm saying? It's a motherfucker in Mississippi probably was tearing shit up. You know what I'm saying? And making paving the way for niggas before. But we don't know. Right. Them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. We don't know. Them. It's like the it's like the Rucker Park legends of civil rights and black excellence. Right. And then it's Jordan. Right. You know? There's somebody that probably could have gave Jordan sixty right. consecutively every time they played, but, but we don't was on know cocaine. this man. Yeah. On cocaine and in and out of jail. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Lost his big toe to diabetes early in life. You right. know. You know, like All they said Lynn Bias probably would have did it, but you know, he ain't make it. Yeah. Yeah, no, he didn't make it. It's you know, his heart exploded. You know. So, yeah, man. Pee Wee Kirkland. You know. You know. Shit, you got um, some black history in you. You know what I'm saying? It's like we, we all do. We, I ain't saying we touching Malcolm X. I mean MLK, but 
We contribute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. all do. Everybody we all do. contribute. And I think no, if true. everybody knew that they contributed, you know what I'm saying, it would be more powerful. Yeah. Embrace the fact that you are part of the black history lineage this 2024, this black history year. Understand. Do your part. Even if you are a footnote, you know, niggas around your way know. And maybe they don't know, but or you know. And if you don't know, or, yeah, or they, yeah they, that's part of history as well. See, journal. One, keep some journaling. Yeah, no see, journals. Here go yeah. a tripped out shit about black history, especially okay. black history in your own neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It could be somebody considered a foot dragger all their life. You know what I'm saying? Just you know. Explain to the people outside of Miami what a foot dragger is. I mean, a foot dragger is is somebody who just dragging their feet. You know what I'm saying? Not you know using a they best effort towards life. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh-huh. Could be a male or a female. You know what I mean? But you know, they might be attributed to having a bunch of babies and not. You know, living off the system. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Mm-hmm. This ain't trying to make their own moves, right? But then you got people like that, that you know, they get a little older. They them kids, them kids that they had turn into to parents. And they you know not them. They got grandkids. So you had seven of them, and they went on in life, had some grandkids, and they did okay for themselves. And them grandkids is now prone to go to college and have a career. You know what I'm saying? She had him. She may have had him early, or he, him and her may have had him early. Now them grandkids is is eighteen and they still forty. So you know what I'm saying? And and they just there. You know what I'm saying? They hold down the history of the neighborhood. They sitting on the porch. They see everything. They know everybody who came and went. You left, went off to another town, went to college. Made some money, came back to the hood. You happy to see them because they hold all the information of the place. Well, such and such, oh, such and such down there, da 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 da. He went over there. He moved to this place. You know what I'm saying? But they hold a special place. They are the keepers of of mm-hmm. the of the history. They know it. You know what I'm saying? And and we might have wrote them off from their early years of being a foot tracker, but then they left. They leave a legacy of of being the neighborhood griot a storyteller. They kids go on to be something special. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's it's They're a around the way archivist. Yeah, they 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 archiving all of the stuff. So it's it's weird as you grow older how everybody plays their part. Even the people you think was out of it are playing their part to the whole right. story. Part of the fabric. Right. Yeah. Now they now they quilts are going in the museums and shit like yeah damn them motherfuckers weren't doing shit right <laughs> you know right because nobody that know them know them so and the, that's the thing about time that long ass continuum <laughs> you your whole shit could change you right. are now yeah you yes. are a scholar now yes. the motherfucker got the quilts that are selling for thousands in the museum your ass mm-hmm. ain't did shit but go to work. And work mm-hmm. at a job, and you just old working yeah. ass nigga, check by check, and now you like pension. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trying to get yeah. to the next level. Uh-huh. A good job like, back then. Yeah. It was a good job. Nigga, well respected. Motherfucker just sat still and archived the history right in front of their face and became mm. important to that. Who have you become yeah. important to? And that's the question that we asking ourselves. You know what I'm saying? How do you live a life where you consider yourself part of this so that you can be important? to this.
Yeah. Who are you important to? Let us know. Let us know who who who's who's going who's going who's going to speak in your favor when it's all said and done. They're gonna say yo, no, but you know it's so real. Uh, a friend of mine, a fellow comic, the other night told me he was like, yo, you know, you the first comic that ever told me about the budget, and I was like, what you talking about? And uh. He was like, yo, you was the first cat to ever, I think, I guess he tried to book me or something. I was like, yo, what's your budget? Mm-hmm. And he had never heard no shit like that before. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, yo, you told me, he was like, yo, anytime somebody book you, ask what the budget is just to set the tone. <laughs> you know, just to set the tone. Because, and it, it, and it meant so much to me that he even hit me with, because I like what hits, cats hit me with the, with the, uh, you know, the, the eulogy pre-death. You know what I'm saying? Like, they give me a preview of what I'm going to be remembered for. But, you know, like, when they tell you this is what, now nah, this is what you did. Because this is the thing. Early on in comedy, very early when you first start, first of all, when you first start, oftentimes you pay in to even participate. Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing open mics, things of that nature. You're buying a drink or you even doing the little bringer circuit, all types of shit. And when you like a new Jack or a new comic... Uh, it's very easy to be taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Even if you're funny, there's still this whole thing of you got to pay dues. And paying dues is very, you know, that's very, like, ambiguous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know exactly where that begins and ends. It's up to somebody else's uh, designation, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember just wanting to, like, figure out how to get paid. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I remember, um, you know, somebody was like, nigga, get paid now. The fuck is you doing? What are you, are you a slave? That's what the nigga said to me. Are you a slave, <laughs> nigga? Then why are you working for free? Right? So um, I remember, you know, because I've come from a corporate environment where we would talk budget. So I was like, you know what, man, fuck this. And it took a minute, but I was like, you know, next time somebody ring my phone, cause they'll ring your phone. They say, yo man, we might have a couple dollars for you, but it'd be real vague. Mm-hmm. I had one of the things, one of my pet peeves say, motherfucker say, we'll throw you a couple dollars. We'll throw you some money. I don't like to be thrown money, motherfucker. I'm not shaking my ass. Don't throw me money. Pay me in my hand. So... I started saying, yo, what's your budget? Like, people say, hey, we got a show, da-da-da-da-da. I say, hey, what's, the, what's your budget? And I remember the first couple times I said it with maybe 70% of my, you know what I mean, stood on it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But uh, And I could I could see it was a little jarring, a little like, oh, it just didn't fit the script that they were used to. But people were forced to consider. And then I realized, yo, you set a tone. You know, and then I remember, I guess, you know, like I, I like to espouse whatever game I got to the people. So I told this cat and he was like, yo, man, nah, that shit changed a lot, you know, and I and it just felt good to hear that. I was like, OK, well, shit, I like that. So, right. you know, uh, yeah, ask yourself, what are you what are you important to? What do the people talk about? What What's going to be your legacy? And as you building it, you building your legacy every day, you know, black history. Yeah. But back to the solstice, I got a question. Um, and it sounded, I mean, you, you kind of, you knew what the solstice was, but uh, how often do you use words that you 
may not 100% know exactly all, all, all what the they time mean. all the time <laughs> okay. my whole okay. life my whole uh, life i'll be saying shit and i'll be like i don't i don't know what that mean and then i go right. look up and be like oh that shit mean what i said you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i like all through my life that's been happening like i'll say shit mm-hmm. and nigga be like that's from the bible i'll be like nigga i ain't even read the bible you know what i'm saying so mm. so you know sometimes god just give you some shit you know what I'm saying? And you just got to roll with it. Sometimes you might be wrong. But okay. a lot of yeah. times, a lot of times, you know, that shit be coming back like, oh, damn. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So now I just don't be afraid of it no more. You know what I mean? If, if I'm wrong, niggas let you know you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? But I say stuff all the time that sometimes I don't be knowing what that shit means. <laughs> yeah. I do it too, especially on this mic. I try to live action, you know, I mean, fact check or figure it out or or even say, look, that might not be the word. You know what I mean? And in that moment, I'm probably going to look it up or whatever. But I, I had I had lunch with my niece the other day and I used the word. <laughs> and she was like, what does that mean? And I told her the wrong definition <laughs> with so much confidence. And... I'm, she's, I'm like the minister of misinformation at this point because I went home and I looked up the word because it was still kind of, I guess, on my mind, like, damn, did, did I? Because it just, it stood out to me that she was like, <laughs> what is the word? And then she trusted me to give her the right definition. And as I gave her the definition, which was wrong, uh, I said it with such confidence so that when I did look it up, I was like, damn. I was off like a motherfucker because I think I've heard the word used in different contexts, so it was just one of those things. Now, but, uh, let me yeah. ask you this. Did, yeah. you, did you double back? And tell her that the word, the word was wrong? Yeah. Not yet. No. Not <laughs> yet. <laughs> I might. All I right. might do it, but I haven't, second, I, haven't, yeah, second, I haven't done that. Second question. What was the word? Yeah. Uh, the word was subversive. Uh. <laughs> you know, because I thought, and maybe I'm, and I probably used it wrong on here, but I always mm-hmm. thought, like, I, I guess because reading it or something, you always hear about, like, you know, certain art being subversive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It kind of, from what I used to assume was like, that means that there's some like underlying message that is not obvious. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Almost like some Trojan horse shit. This is what I was telling her, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, you know, certain artists just subversive. I forget exactly what I was pointing to, and uh, mm-hmm. I was referencing. But and but then that's when I, that's not wrong. Okay, well, okay, well, good because when I'm looking it up, it don't really have anything that supports what I said. Intending or intended to subvert and establish order. Right, but then which but could, no, but if you go uh-huh. look up subvert, right? Subvert is uh-huh. to undermine the power and authority of an established system or institution. Lots of arts do that. Well, shit, then I'm right. You know what I'm saying? You, right. it, you know what I'm saying? You wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah, the certain purpose other than the original or established one, commander or commandeer or redirect. All right. So you ain't well, got to go take that back. I ain't got to take it back. There it go. No, we fine. We fine. Yeah, there it go. There it is. Straight. Oh, we good. We but good. there are times. Yeah, we good. But there are times when I'm like, wow, I was way off, right. you know? But um, I try to be in the habit of... um. Especially when I'm reading, because it's so easy now, you know, especially when I'm reading. I like little, like, just cut and paste some shit, go to Google, and then, like, put it in, put definition behind it, and find out the definition of some shit as I'm reading it, 
you know, and mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully it sticks, you right. know. Right. But um, yeah. But yeah, man. <laughs> we here. We back. Middle of January. Um. We got some snow up here. I don't know if y'all did you get any snow in Atlanta? Nah, huh? nah. It's the same temperature though. It's it was thirty okay. in it was thirty in New York and it's thirty in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Winter is here. Winter is here. Winter's starting to turn into you know starting to take shape. Niggas act like they know. forgot about winter. I think winter, winter, and some well seasons have mm-hmm. started to become less pronounced. Right, you know, like they just almost like the idea of it all. Like mm-hmm. it's all that shit is almost like trauma, you know, because there's <laughs> generations that never really experienced certain types of winters right. or certain types of summers. Even though I think with the global warming, summer is kind of stepping it up. But like winter, I remember being young and like tall ass snow, mm-hmm. you know, like real deal shit that you had to reckon with. Mm-hmm. And nowadays the snow don't really do it like it used to do it. So, and then we last year I think we went through pretty much winter with maybe two instances of snow. Neither was like substantial to where it fucked your day up. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. So, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, but yeah, winter's trying to trying to remind trying to remind folks that it's still out here, still doing whatever it does. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man. Um, how did you celebrate King Day? Did you do anything special? I worked. Wow, you know what I'm saying King uh-huh. King set it up so a nigga can work and get paid on his day. There you go. <laughs> Time and a half. Nah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Nah, oh man, man. I can think yeah, it. Nigga was on duty, nigga. Just do do what yeah. you do. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. Got shit I to do, that. you know. Um uh, Yeah, I, I didn't I don't even know what the MLK obviously this is his town, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Probably right. people go to Ebenezer, probably have a festival at his at his uh the center, you know what I mean? He got a whole mm-hmm. little park over there, all kind of shit. So I don't, I don't know what goes on. Where I'm from, they have a parade and niggas shoot it up every year. <laughs> so, damn. <laughs> uh, so you either you tend to get in and get out, or you don't do uh-huh. it at all, you know. And since right. I've been grown, man, holidays ain't been the holidays like that. You know what I'm saying? People force you to celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? But since I've been an adult, you know, you just breeze through. I probably worked all them damn holidays, you know what I'm saying, when you work for yourself and you're trying mm-hmm. to get your thing done. It's probably time where you you spend, you know, getting your ideas out of something at, at, at any of these times. But um, I, I worked this particular year, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even look to see what was going on, um, you know. Shit, my 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 daughter had a day off, so she was chilling, and mm-hmm. so that was cool. But <clears throat> you know, you start to celebrate the more of the uh, actuality of the idea than the idea itself. The actuality is, nigga, you got the opportunity to get shit done. <laughs> you is or you ain't. You know what I'm saying? You shit. I rested Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Shit, I don't have no excuse to not do shit on Monday. 
other than they mm. told me I ain't have to do shit on Monday. Nah, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. that ain't no thing. You know what I'm saying? So um, I appreciate the fact that people do celebrate it and people do, you know, have speeches and parades and go do their thing. Um, I just didn't participate in any of them. Mm. I don't know if that makes me a fucked up individual or not, but Damn, that's how it is. <laughs> it starts to sound fucked up the more you say it, like, shit, fuck all that, I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas I'm having parades and writing speeches. You be like, yo, well, shit. Uh, <laughs> damn, maybe I You moving through the parade, pardon me. I'm I on my way to my job. Maybe I should have yeah, sat at the front of the bus today. <laughs> mm. Maybe just just for just just, for, just cause you know <laughs> exactly caught the bus and sat in the front, right, right. Just to just to exercise that right. I'm sorry. Um, it's all okay, game, man. <laughs> um, I just find myself sometimes I'll be thinking. Um, sound like George Wallace. I'll be thinking, but uh, thinking about it seems like. The black holidays and the holidays that got to deal with people of color, it's always such a weird, uh, such a weird term. But you know, like indigenous people, ever since Columbus Day turned into Indigenous People's Day, people been having to go to work. You know, people they going to work on Martin Luther King's Day. They going to work on Juneteenth. The black holidays is like they, it is. It don't feel like it's as respected. It's like you know you you might you might have to use your PTO to celebrate Juneteenth. It ain't on the. It's not just what it's gonna be. It's not given. Right. So it's interesting. And, um, and for me, you know, what I'm saying, don't listen to me because you know, again, I've been an entrepreneur for a whole very very long time. So I ain't had mm-hmm. no days off. You know what I'm saying? And so. If you if you just working and you working at a job and you deserve those days off, you should take them motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? If these motherfuckers give them to you, you should take them. You know? Yeah. Shit, I, I'm not I'm here no I'm not here by no means advocating working through a day that you would have had a paid day off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I like to occupy occupy my time with the shit that I do, and I was gonna do that regardless of the day. Nah, I'm with you. I didn't even, I you know, just because I you know I'm working for myself. I didn't realize. I oftentimes, unless it's the the tent pole holidays, I mm-hmm. oftentimes miss. Oh, there's a holiday coming up until somebody informs me, and that's what happened recently. Somebody was like, "Yo, what you doing for uh, King's birthday?" I said, what you, "When is that?" I said, mm-hmm. "Oh shit, is this?" I didn't realize it was coming up, so I was like, um. I'm probably gonna just light a candle. Did like, you? What you talking about? <laughs> no, but I was just no. I was just being funny in the moment because I was just because it's the marketing of it all. And then it was like, what are you talking about? I was like, um, you know, back in the day, McDonald's used to have this commercial. Do you remember the McDonald's commercial? If we could light a candle for everything he's done. Every, you don't remember this shit? And that light would shine I would have to hear the so song brightly. in the real way. Like, like, you ain't giving it no justice. I'm giving it a little <laughs> bit of justice. I'm not going all the way. I'm not going full vibrato. But all, <laughs> you act like you sound like how I sound in your head. <laughs> Yo. Because I don't want to all the way commit to it. Because I don't know every last word. But that shit was... 
it's a testament, one, to his legacy, but it's also a testament to the strength of McDonald's marketing. Mm-hmm. And this, I guess, has stopped playing in, like, the 80s, because when I looked it up, like, in the 90s, it was just alluded to it. Mm-hmm. But um, it's on YouTube. I actually screenshotted a piece from the YouTube shit, and mm-hmm. I was like, I remember the words to this whole shit still. A couple people hit me, yeah, nigga. But, um, and maybe maybe it was a regional thing. I don't think so. No, I don't think no, King is regional. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta. I'll send it to you. But if y'all know what it, I'm I talking see about, it. I see it. 1986. Yes. All we need is peace and freedom. And you remember that? Yeah, vaguely. Then you don't sound nothing like this lady. Well, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't, I, I, we need is peace and freedom. <laughs> All right, I get it. I get it. I, yeah. I, I vaguely remember it. I oh, was. man. Who remembers that? Let us know in the comments if you remember that. Because that was the, that was what signified, oh, Martin Luther King's birthday is cut. Even damn near more so than the happy birthday. I didn't realize the Stevie Wonder happy birthday was Martin Luther King's birthday joint for mm-hmm. a long time. I just thought it was black people's birthday joint. But um, yeah, man, that was that was good ass marketing, and it was so. And I guess, I mean, it could even be progressive. It could even it be. It was pretty, 1986. Yeah, Shit. yeah remember, come remember on. Public Enemy was telling Arizona to kiss their ass because they wouldn't recognize Martin Luther King. Right. They ain't do it till what 91, 93, something yeah, like that. Something like that. Something crazy. So yeah, it was progressive. It's you know, uh. It's an interesting history that McDonald's has with the black community. You know what I mean? It is. It is. What would you everything but the black because you know, like it's argue it's not good for you. You know what I'm saying? Some people will go as far as calling the shit poison. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna do that, but I know that it was one of the biggest brands that I knew damn near as far back as I can remember. Right. Them golden arches. You know, and they did a lot of, they did a lot of marketing towards the community that was pointed, whether it was Calvin, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, it was this, like they were, they were targeted. They knew, they knew their demo and they weren't ashamed of it. They They had a lot of demos and they knew how to reach all of them. They knew how to reach them and they was there. That's why they still in business. You know what I mean? Like they still around. They they'll get to you. Not to make um, this a, a McDonald's thing, but like, what was your ahead. first McDonald's memory? Oh man, I I don't know if I remember my first McDonald's memory. Oh, I guess it, I guess don't it, remember. It stand out more to me because you know what I'm saying. Uh huh. I'm Muslim, and back in okay. the day, McDonald's used to Friday fries and lard. Right. And, and, you know what I'm saying, it was a big thing. You know what I'm saying? We can't eat no McDonald's, nigga. That shit is poison. You know what I'm saying? I'm, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the, right. the, the black Muslims. You know what I'm saying? You don't eat no McDonald's because they yeah. shit made with pork. You know what I'm saying? So my first time ever going to McDonald's, I had a, um, uh, I was in Cleveland. This was my first time in Cleveland. It was cold as fuck. And I had a hot chocolate. And that was my first time mm-hmm. having hot chocolate because I'm from Miami. That wasn't a thing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, this is amazing. Hot chocolate mm-hmm. is a fucking amazing. 
You know what I'm saying? And that mm. burnt McDonald's in my head like eternally. You know what I'm saying? Hot chocolate right. is amazing. And then, then I think like 89 or something like that, they stopped using lard. And that was like my first time really partaking in the McDonald's experience. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. I don't know what my first thing was. I mean, you know, obviously, remember the Happy Meals were a big thing. I just remember that fries were a big thing. I remember one of the things that really stands out for me. Because I do jump around as to as to what is my go-to order. But um, I've always been a fan of the filet of fish, right? Mm-hmm. And this was back in the day when they were still doing the styrofoam boxes. Mm-hmm. And they had the little Tiffany blue styrofoam box for the filet of fish. I just think the branding, you know how I always say I like a green bottle. Mm-hmm. Like how Heineken kind of, that Tiffany blue that shit stood out because all of the other boxes was kind of like a like a brown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's a brown or maybe yellow for like a cheeseburger, you know, but it was like a it wasn't that Tiffany blue was like it just it just was it just kind of just like outshined everything. The contrast was strong. Mm-hmm. And uh and I guess maybe because it was supposed to be like the water. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm breaking it down in my mind now, but like, man. And I just always like the the taste of the filet of fish to this day, and a lot of people shit on it. That's one thing about <laughs> McDonald's. If it's and I, I mean, obviously, you get older, so things might change, and maybe your perspective change. I do feel like when I was younger, the McDonald's burgers were bigger, but maybe that's because I was a kid. Like I felt like the Big Mac was like real, like that was crazy. And now I look at the Big Mac; that shit is like whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I was like, uh, what's up? oh. McDonald's is aggressively, not even aggressively, but it is 100% consistent, for better or worse. A Big Mac going to taste the same in fucking New York as it's going to taste in L.A. or in Florida and Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to taste like a Big Mac. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there's that... Is you know the texture, all of that shit is just like it's exactly what you know. Sometimes you have a taste for some shit. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I have some McDonald's remorse. I'm not gonna lie. After I fucking eat the shit, and I'm like, ah, I shouldn't have done that. But it tastes exactly what I expected. You know, other shit. Sometimes it could, you know it could go hit or miss. You know, there's the the mom and pop shops that you like, and you like, yeah, I might go get me some turkey wings from Roberta's. Mm-hmm. Let me go to Roberta's and get some turkey wings, and the turkey wings was dry this time. You're like, damn, <laughs> Roberta, fuck, you know. But yeah. that that nah, motherfucker, that Big Mac go taste like a Big Mac. So yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't light a candle, but uh, that's what I know to do. <laughs> That's what, <laughs> That's what I know to do. Way to bring say that shit back. Say. <laughs> yeah. say all that to say. Yeah, I didn't light a candle last night, but you know. Oh, man. Shout out to, to Martin, MLK. Mm-hmm. I did I did watch a couple of these games this weekend, these football games. Not that I'm as invested because it's, you know, besides the Bills, there's no real New York teams uh in the playoffs, so I saw like Buffalo, nigga. That's a New York team. That's what I said. Besides the Bills, right? That's what I said. Besides the Bills, I mean, that's your um, last hope. I mean, you know, the rest I mean, of these we'll niggas see. is tripping. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, it is what it is. I don't. My expectations are not, you know, they in check. 
<laughs> but it was interesting just to see some of these these teams kind of fall apart. Like, you know, due to the uh, a lot, I got a lot of Philly cats. Not a lot, but a good amount of Philly cats in my uh, or Eagles fans in my group chat. So I'm, I'm always kind of aware what's going on with them, and they were having a good ass good ass season, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 Eagles been hot for a little for a couple of years, you know what I mean. And then also the Cowboys were doing their thing. Not that I follow a bunch of Cowboys fans, but, it, you know, it's so funny how, speaking about consistency, it's just like this cycle of Cowboys looking like it's going to happen and then that shit collapsing. And it was just yeah. it was just like, it was like fucking, yeah, man. It was, it was right on time. It's almost, it's, it's just to the point now, it's not even fair to jump into this conversation. Cause I'm not, I wasn't in it before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody dumping on the Cowboys. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Everybody that went for any other team but the Cowboys dump on the Cowboys. You know, so mm. it's not fair for me to jump into it. But it was sad to watch. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm watching the game. I was rooting, rooting for the brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they just couldn't. Is I don't know why they couldn't pull it together. But they couldn't. So, yeah. I mean, shouts out to the Cowboys fans because they've been going through this a long time. I'm from Miami, so I get it. You know what I'm saying? The Dolphins been through the same type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Even though we probably wasn't as good recently until this year as the Cowboys Mm -hmm. probably could have been. You know what I'm saying? We had Dan Marino. We would get all the way there and never make it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Shit. Marino never had a ring? No, nigga. Damn, I didn't know that. I know. I mean, I know they were, but they was like a winning ass team, though, That's right? What I'm they trying to tell of, you. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that was going on like that. Yeah, yeah, nigga, it was a heartbreak hotel. You start calling them the mullets. The mullets. Why they call them the mullets? Dolphins, mullets. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga. Uh, okay. Y'all ain't no sharks, nigga. Go on, <laughs> get you the the, the least uh, winningest fish you could get as a name of a football team. That's what they try to. Oh, a mullet is a fish. Yeah, a mullet is a fish. I, I see you from that. New York. You ain't brown that sea yeah. like nah, that. No, nah. I thought a mullet was like you know. I know it as a as a hairdo. No, so that's a why. mullet is a uh, fish. Yeah, that's crazy. It's funny that I was just listening to some people who had this conversation that, um, you know, now with like the internet and with all of these like NFL uh, packages, red zone, up the leaves, you know, all these packages where like over the last maybe 10, 15 years, maybe a little further than that, it felt like growing up. You really only knew the story of the franchise you chose to follow, mm-hmm. right? Like, you didn't know much information about the other teams outside of when they came to play your team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, we're in the in the world of damn near 24-hour sports coverage. Right. You know what I'm saying? So many shows that just have to unpack all of this shit. So now you know the depth chart of all of these teams. You know who's in negotiation for this, which right. coach is about to get fired, what coach is going over here, and da-da-da-da-da. Right. Like, back in the day, I didn't really think about this, but back in the day, once they didn't really play for your team or 
if they weren't like a huge star with some endorsement deals or something like that, mm-hmm. you probably weren't tuned in like that. You right. know what I mean? And um, yeah, so it's it's, it's interesting because now. I think that as a result of that, too, you start to see, because I could claim this myself, there's more, I find myself being more fan of players than teams. You know what I'm right. saying? Because it's right. just like, now nah, you, you know, especially now with fantasy football and all of that other type of shit, fantasy, you know, all of these things, you could kind of be like, I'm a LeBron fan, or I'm, you know, I'm following, shout out to Chris Lambert. Like, you know, back in the days, there were few and far between black quarterbacks that's a good amount of that's black quarterbacks I wasn't even hip to. Mm. You know? Like, that's saying something. You know. So right. yeah. True indeed. True yeah. indeed. Yeah. True indeed. <laughs> but uh yeah, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm not at, I'm not that super invested in this NFL playoffs. You know, <laughs> I mean Super Bowl's coming up at that, you know, that's always, you know, Thanksgiving for junk food. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I be trying to be chill, but Thanksgiving yeah, for junk food. It is, man. It's some bullshit on 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 the soup during the Super Bowl. It's just just cause it's the Super Bowl. It's the big game. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a little spread. But um, yeah, so that's that. Um, you said you still fucking with the with the Ravens though, huh? Yeah, man, I want to see motherfucking Lamar Jackson pull this shit off. Because, you know, they talking down on him like he'll never do it. Like he a cowboy or he Dan Marino. He ain't no mm-hmm. MVP. He just a running back. You know, they want to see mm-hmm. their quarterbacks more quarterbacky. You know what I'm saying? He the, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He the least quarterbacky of them all. So, right. he from Florida. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. I know that. Okay. Yeah, he from South Florida. So, you know. Home team almost, and yeah, I want to <laughs> see him do it. You know what I'm saying? He not that that yeah. quarterback with the chiseled jaw that's gonna be doing all the endorsements and shit. He's right. He's Mike Vick without being as abrasive as Mike Vick was, because he was on purposely like nigga, I ain't doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. Leave me alone, nigga. I'm Mike Vick. You know what I mean? Mm. Right. So, so you know, it's like. I bet. Let's see. Let's see what he could do. And you know, this season he's you know he's been hurt a couple of postseasons. So they you know they saying he can't make it through the year and he's soft. And but the nigga is exciting. You know what I'm saying? You want to see somebody like that at least get the opportunity to try to take it all away because it just secures that excitement in the league. And you know what I'm saying? When you watch it, it ain't always dampened by. But you know, the nigga ain't never win shit. You know. Right, right. So yeah, I haven't seen him play this season. I don't think I might have caught a couple snaps here and there, but I haven't watched a full Ravens game. I don't think at right. all this season. Nah, that nigga's I've seen amazing. The clips. He's busting ass. I'm hearing about it, but I haven't sat down. I know they playing next week, so I might I'm gonna tune in and see what's going on, see what's cracking. Where oh up? man, yeah man. Anyway, um, <laughs> you should hear her. Yeah, man. Did you watch the Emmys at all? I mean, I, I followed along. You know what I'm saying? I didn't okay. watch the actual show. I, uh, you yeah, know, I followed along on the internet, Twitter, yeah, yeah, Twitter wise. Yeah. I mean, X wise, I guess. Gotcha. Yeah. Speaking of that, do you do you fuck with threads? Nah. 
Yeah, I didn't do it either. I mean, I didn't you know, it's, it's like, you know, I'm not as vested. I don't have nothing that I'm vested in to kind of push through there where right. I never was like just on it just to be on it. You know what I'm saying? So I always either had a blog or something I was working on and trying to build an audience and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. now I'm not doing that, so I don't need it. So maybe that's why I'm not into it as much. But mm-hmm. I don't need another motherfucking list of words. Whole bunch mm-hmm. of nouns and verbs just just cause when the, 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 the Twitter is doing just fine, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of it is all have become so fucking controlled and algorithmized that it ain't even fun no more. You can't find your own. It's for me. It's hard to find your own conversation. So it's just not interesting as much no more. Uh, that's interesting. Find your own conversation. Yeah, it's, it's just push push the same shit to you as everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. before you get on there, you how you you could be in a world of your own almost like people that saying certain types of shit it's hard to find them people nowadays to where they don't even say mm. it no more cause it's like shit ain't nobody responding to this shit like now like you pull up the shit it's gonna give you the same shit Rick Ross got down uh <laughs> shit Playboy Cardi some basketball shit some football shit like yeah, damn my nigga I got more interest than that yeah your <laughs> algorithm even different than mine What's your I ain't got no Playboy card. I mean, what I got on? I got sneakers, um, ass, and black <laughs> trauma. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it be. But speaking of Rick Ross, did you see that video? I did see this one video. You see the video where he go on to perform and a cat, some cat off to the side, side of, in front of the stage, throw some money up and that shit smack. Rick Ross in the in the face. Mm-hmm. So Rick Ross tucked the mic under his hand and he got a stack and he just take a whole <laughs> stack and smack this nigga in the face with it. Right, right. Uh right. you saw that shit? Yeah, yeah. Was it a girl okay. or a guy? No, it was a dude. It was oh, a dude. I, I didn't get to see who it was. I just saw it happen. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that shit was funny. And he did it so smooth. Like he didn't he didn't really get too he was probably annoyed. But he mm-hmm. didn't play it tight, you know what I mean? He got his revenge, mm-hmm. and then he kind of laughed it off a little bit, too, which made it look a little joyous, more mm-hmm. joyous than it was. But mm-hmm. he definitely hit that motherfucker with at least $2,500. He thought. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah. the funny part was the nigga that hit him with it, hit him with maybe four or five bills. It wasn't even like a thump. It was like a... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Rick definitely, he definitely hit him with the AR. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit was crazy. Yeah. That shit was funny. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I never got into crazy. threads. I just didn't like it. I, I didn't like that they were saying, like, if you, and maybe I've changed it, but it was something like if you sign up for threads and then you choose to leave, you're going to have to lose your whole Instagram account or some shit. Like, they was Damn. trying to link the two. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they've changed that or whatever, but that was enough for me to kind of stay away. And it just looked like it had no traction. And it's the thing about, as much as I don't fuck with Elon and all of this other shit, not that I got beef with him, but as much as he's, like, mismanaging the shit, it's kind of... 
it feels like it's been people been doomsday in the days with Twitter for at least two years, mm-hmm. but it's still there every day. Even even if it's in the, even if it's not what it used to be, it's still still a hangout. It's right. still a hangout. It's like that old mall that used to be jumping, but now you know now it's just a Chick Fil A and a couple little stores. But motherfuckers still showing up there talking shit. Yeah, you know, I mean, so. and and. For the most part, nobody gives a nobody nobody ever gave a fuck about who owned that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. except the tech team and the tech bros and people following the evaluations and shit. But nobody really right. gave a fuck. Like you know what I'm saying? We here, we here to since the celebrities joined Twitter, it was like we here for the tea. You know what I'm saying? Period. And I'm gonna drop it. I'm gonna I'm gonna sip it. You know what I mean? And you know, have a conversation in between, you know. But before before those Shaq joined Twitter, the shit was an interesting place. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For black people, I'm sure. I, once Shaq joined, they switched our algorithm to celebrity focus, and it hasn't turned back since. You know. Uh, that's interesting. He's saying Shaq was the catalyst. I think Shaq for was the first black celebrity to join Twitter. Shaq, Dan, mm. Diddy. Interesting. I didn't even catch that. And, and yeah. you could you could see the difference when he joined. Everybody just flocked over there, like yeah, it's Shaq, and that's what Shaq said. Da, 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 da. Mm. Then Diddy joined and turned it into a whole thing. Right, right, right. That's so long ago, man. Yeah, Twitter used to be. <laughs> you say so long wild. ago. It was. Was this like oh eight and shit like that? Mm. Twitter used to be a thing. Like uh, it was a it was a wild. It was wild. You know, it was a fun time. Um, anyway, uh, shit. Before we get into these recaps, let's let's have this quick conversation. What'd you think of this whole Most Def Drake situation? Oh, Most Def's calling Drake's music uh, pop and music to shop to in uh, Houston at a Target. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, here's the deal, man. You know, they, they'll play some old, they'll play goddamn shit. Young Dolphin Target nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Everybody get played in Target. I think, you know what I'm saying, it was his way of saying that Drake's hip-hop is not the hip-hop he grew up on. It wasn't the hip-hop how he experienced it, how he, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't the ciphers that he come from and the battle rapping. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, jumping out in the middle of the crowd and, and displaying your art just for the art's sake in the middle of Brooklyn. It wasn't that, you know what I'm saying? It's not that. And none of it is that right now to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? Now that the technology has changed, people can make this shit in their bedroom and go straight to SoundCloud and, you know what I'm saying, and become something. You know what I mean? It's no longer the art that we are experiencing that we have to experience outside for it to be a thing. So I think he's just expressing that it's not what he's come up on and what he knows that to be as hip hop. But it also comes off as, you know, a little bit of mad, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't come up like that, you know what I mean? My music wasn't as smooth transitioned from my bedroom to Target as as these new artists are, I feel some type of way about it. I think, you know, it it, it gives a little bit of old man to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think that kind of I, I I agree with you. I think it was a lot of that. It felt felt a little shady. You know what I'm saying? It felt a little shady in the way of, you know, if I'm in Houston and I'm at a Target, you mm-hmm. know, and so many skews and all of this other shit, it was just kind of like, ah. I'm a I'm a big Most Def fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a Drake fan too. I just felt like if you go and diss the nigga, diss the nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's like you know what I mean? Like it was just this kind of a little. A little passive aggressive, you know, mm-hmm. and um, two things. One, I would be curious to see if Drake responds, and if it, you know, if he say some slick shit, because Drake don't really quiet as cat. Drake don't really duck a whole lot of smoke, mm-hmm. you know. However, they want to look at him, you know, he don't really duck it, you mm-hmm. know. And obviously, most is a beast on the mic, but I've never heard most on record having to go at somebody. Mm-hmm. So if that actually happened, that would be something to to uh to witness. Now, the other thing, um the the point that you were making about uh I mean, what I don't like, even beyond the most death of it all, it's just like what's happened is <sighs> hip hop is never really rap, particularly mm-hmm. or hip hop, it's never really it's had tenants. You know what I mean? If we going back to the, you know, the four elements and, you know, things of that nature. But that even was established kind of later on or at least, mm-hmm. you know, kind of uh, carved out. But sometimes it just feels weird when we have all this, like, uh, gatekeeping, policing, HR, mm-hmm. you know, like, because there's no barrier of entry. Definitely not now. You know what I mean? Now we in the laptop era where the shit, you know, goes straight from the laptop to the web, you know, and people are making a way out of no way, which has always been a a sentiment of it all. But, you know, for years, there's also bad business and, you know, whatever, whatever. I think a lot of times, I think there's a combination of people having um, the residual bad feelings of bad business. I ain't want to use the word trauma again, but you know, the bad, you know, like the, the remnants of bad business. So maybe if your shit was in, in a pop capacity, cause I do remember Umi says being used for like a Nike commercial, mm-hmm. who knows what the splits were on that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, this is all America, so anything that's starting to become a phenomenon is going to be filtered through capitalism. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like Drake is the first fucking wave of capitalism in hip-hop. You know what I mean? And yeah, hip-hop is pop music. Hip-hop's been pop music for damn near 20 years, mm-hmm. at least. You know? So, yeah, it's a different it's a different expression or whatever, but, like, it, it just... A little dismissive, and I right. just it just it like yeah, it was kind of like most of, as a as an ill artist, and more often than not, cool in a motherfucker. So it just kind of was like like it, it was just a, little a little shady. Yeah, no, but, man. Yeah, but the yeah, thing but about this know. whole shit is hip hop is pop now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and Drake is definitely pop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So his 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 actual statement wasn't false, but his mm-hmm. his his intentions felt 
like I said, a little mm-hmm. shady. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you know, he don't respect it to a certain right. degree. And right. and that it ain't, you know what I'm saying, what he talking about. So right. now in some instances, like when when people have said that about, say, Hammer or, you know what I'm saying, Millie Vanilli or not Millie Vanilli, but, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, any one of them old. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla right. Ice or, you know, um, forget, forget the name of the other group, but that's rap. But okay. that's real. It's like Millie Vanilli. Um, okay. You know, it was definitely a whole nother lane. Now, right. is all Drake music hip hop? No, but do he have mm-hmm. some shit? Drake definitely got some shit. So, you know, I wouldn't yeah. put him in a cipher and be like battle most. That ain't what right. Drake do. But we know that. Right. You know what I'm saying? We right. absolutely know that. Like nobody does that no more. You know what I'm saying? Papoose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, they still got the battles. Yeah. But even the battles is big money now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and it's you know. And it's, it, I think it's just the curse of ubiquity. You know, if you just everywhere, you become the reference point for what's wrong with all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when Hove was that guy at one point, you know? Um, you, you know. So. I, I just mean, before we move on, I spit, I, I, mm-hmm. you know, you know the, um, the book of Clarence dropped to, mm, num- to numbers right. that, you know, they weren't proud of. Right. Um, after the amount of money spent on it or whatever. I know Hove went on the record to say there's a new record with him and such and such on that motherfucker. D'Angelo? I ain't heard yeah. about it since. Have you? Yeah, it didn't make much of a... It didn't, it, I think the anticipation might have been louder than the the after effect. It was... Regular. Did people play? I didn't even see people sharing that motherfucker. It's out there. People have, I mean, there's people that have spoken about it, but like, yeah, it wasn't, it didn't make any, it's not no God did or anything like that. Like, it's no real, I think what I've seen, and I just say how I felt about it, I just, it was underwhelming for everybody involved. Uh, It didn't really sound like a D'Angelo record until maybe two minutes in, and then you could kind of hear like some of the D'Angelo wailing. I think the kid, I think the guy James Samuel might have even produced it, so it didn't sound like. And I could be wrong, but it just didn't sound like what I expected to hear. D'Angelo kind of vamped on it, and it stumped some moments, and then Hove kind of came in with like some spoken word, real staccato, interspersed, not even mixed well ass lines, kind of in the vein of like. What Andre three thousand could kind of do, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, it didn't hit. It didn't really hit like that, especially because I think, I think the like I said, like the anticipation. You know, you hear D'Angelo and Jay Z mm-hmm. for nine minutes. You like, oh, this shit about to. It, hopefully, it's going to be crazy. Part of me was kind of already like, hmm, I'm excited, but I'll. I'll I'll see when I hear that shit, yeah. and yeah, it ain't, it, the replay value's not that crazy as far as I'm concerned. I did the, I gave it the "Am I bugging?" replay. You know how you do mm-hmm. that because you like you can't <laughs> even really admit to yourself that it's not what you wanted it to be. You like, am I bugging? Am mm-hmm. I wait? Am I being too hasty in the judgment? So you do a few replays. You like, ah, nah, this this ain't it. This ain't it. And it ain't. It wasn't it. 
And I didn't know the. I thought the just the soundtrack came out. I thought the yeah. I mean, the movie was coming out a week later or some shit. But I guess the movie came out as well, and it didn't. It seemed to have flopped. Um, I didn't really. <clears throat> I don't know. I I didn't really have much strong desire to see it. The trailer didn't really tell me much, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and maybe it's the maybe it's um unfortunate. Maybe it's kind of the setup since James Samuel's first movie was on Netflix and The Heart of They Fall, which I thought was slow. It was mm-hmm. cool. It was it was star studded, but it was slow. I wasn't a fan, so I I'm not really trying to go to the theater for. A, a James Samuel movie at this point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I catch it on streaming. That's me. So mm-hmm. maybe that's the sentiment of others. What was your thoughts on it? On? I ain't hear the shit. Oh, no, I'm talking about the the Book of Clarence. I ain't see the shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> when I mean, just, oh, but, what did, but, you, but, did you have my, any expectation? Did you, well, were you this, excited this, this, about it? Did it was you a lot of confusion. It's, it? it's, it's a lot of, for me with that movie, it's a lot of confusion, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, 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 it the, the ads for it, you know what I'm saying? It came, it was an old movie with new music, with, you know what I'm saying? Biblical times look, but it kind of looked like a, a, a Monty Python movie. You know what I'm saying? It didn't look yeah. like a serious ass historical piece of work. You know what I'm saying? As far as the amount of budget they put towards it, it just looked silly. You know what I'm saying? Like some blazing saddles type yeah, shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Some airplane or some, you know what I'm saying? What, what uh-huh. you, know, you know, any of them old movies like that. You know what I mean? So it's, it seemed like satire, you know what I mean? Clarence had a right. lot of jokes, but we talking about some serious times and serious things. Not saying they ain't have no jokesters in serious times. It just didn't feel serious. It felt like a joke, you know what I'm saying? Therefore, mm. when you market into black people, you either a joke or you serious, you know what I mean? And I didn't think that a historical flick should feel jokey. You know what I mean? Not saying that I'm right. right. I could go watch it and be like, oh shit, it was serious, but it had jokes in it. The marketing towards it looked like it was just silly. You know what I'm saying? Therefore, right. you know what I'm saying? It didn't it didn't push me to go see it. You know what I mean? And yeah. I could I don't know who I don't know if I'm, you know what I'm saying, dissing somebody who did the marketing or whatever, or that's just how the the tone of, of the movie is, but that's why that's why I didn't feel no kind of way about it because I just felt like you know it was silly and and they weren't targeting me. Mm. Yeah, I see it when it comes to streaming. I check it out when it comes to streaming. I can't. I don't think I'm going to the theater to check it out. Damn. That's just it is what it is. Damn, damn. it. Damn, it's just it's what it is. That's I know the niggas on the other side. God damn, we trying to put up our damn sales numbers this weekend. These niggas talking this bullshit. <laughs> 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 Niggas on this huge platform is turning turning people <laughs> away. Turning people um, away. Oh shit. Sorry, y'all. It'll be alright though. It'll be alright. I'm sure they're all gonna be fine. Everybody's gonna be fine. Trust me. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I don't think this is gonna I think they'll be alright, man. I think things will be cool. Uh shit. 
Let's take it to motherfucking uh, North Dakota. North Dakota. Thank you. Let's take it to North Dakota. Take it to the Fargazo. Um, this most recent episode was what was it called? Useless Hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. it was Useless Hand. <sighs> uh, yeah, man. Episode nine, the Useless Hand. Yep, yep, yep. So. Which yeah, as you stated, you know what I'm saying, the end of, you know, the last episode, you know what I mean, there was somebody mm-hmm. in the police car and that somebody was Munch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this episode starts off with Munch with his his cap his his cap D, you know what I'm saying? Tied mm-hmm. up in a motherfucking house. I don't even know how they got to that motherfucker. Where it's a house in the middle of a lake that's semi frozen over. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So mm-hmm. I'm like not fishing. Yeah. Probably one of them fishing shacks. Or something, yeah, man. fishing shack is semi frozen over. I, I don't know if it was frozen over enough for him to walk him over there, but he he mm-hmm. got him in there. Okay. Yeah. So he in there with a busted lip, pleading for his life. You know what I'm saying? Munch is you know he ain't studying that nigga. He over there heating up a knife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like, man, what you want? You want some drugs? You want some women? I know it get lonely out this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I got whatever you need, man. We can go. Like, like you know, after all that, after you rob a nigga of th- thousands of dollars, <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Cheat him, then rob him, right. trail him, kill his, you know what I'm saying, his landlord. <laughs> mm-hmm. You think he, you going to bear to buy him off with some some weed and some prostitutes? That's some sucky yeah. shit. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. But it also felt like, like you say, pleaded for his life. It also felt like he really still wasn't taking it serious, which is what I think that's what plagues Gator throughout this whole season. He's a, he's a fuck up who don't realize he's not the most self-aware he still feel like he could talk himself out of all of that. To your point, he did all of that foul shit, and he still think he gonna get some. He gonna get his freedom off of some throwaway shit in the evidence closet. Well, you know what I'm saying. He don't really feel humble at all. He's like, man, there's two black know. epithets that you know what I'm saying sums this up perfectly. You know what I'm saying. One number one, you know, you gonna learn the deck. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> number mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Fuck around and find out. You know what I'm saying? Gator has done both. He, yeah. he learned and fucked around and found out, you know what I'm saying, this particular day. So he goes through all that and Munch is like, yep, he goes through his uh his his uh biblical historical rants, uh, you know, saying similar to Samuel L. Jackson in um What's the name of that movie? Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, you know, he took him for, it's an eye for an eye. And burnt Gator's eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> Unceremoniously. I felt that. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? I yeah, turn, you didn't get to see what's going on. Even yeah, though I didn't, I still kind of turned away. Like, ooh, shit. Oh, yeah, that's one of the worst. Uh, yeah. Poker to the eyeball? Come on. Heated poker at that? Yeah, 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 Get yeah. Get Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's done for you know your sight. So, mm-hmm. so then he walks his ass back home with a <laughs> yeah, like a yeah, like a CNI dog, but right. with no eye, with no eyes. See. 
Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, old Dot is in her little cage or her, her little cabin trying to escape, trying to break through the floors, trying to get out of there before Mr. comes back. And as she's, you know, in there struggling to break free, Mr.'s like, go ahead and bury her at the usual location, the grave, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Just go ahead and bury her. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he sent a black man to do it, of course. You know, all of the black men in this show are inept. Most of the men in this show are inept, but more so hey. pronounced as the, the black man. Why are you, who are you saying? <laughs> You're all of them. Because I, I wouldn't call <laughs> my man black man inept, though. Um, that's he, down told with him, Roy? he told his ass not. He told Gator to sit in the car. He told him to handle the business. He went and got the wrong man. You know what I'm saying? That was his introduction uh, to the shit. Bringing the right, wrong man. Right, but that was also due to some trickery. Yeah, but he wasn't swift enough to get past the trickery. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he, he he wasn't swift enough to do the job, man. Shit. Okay. And, and and he might not be inept, and you might not take it that way, but I'm seeing right. the, the the theme of the goddamn show. That's how you peeping it. Okay, That's how right, I'm peeping ahead. it. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. People gotcha. might, you know what I'm saying, come down on me and shit. That's what it is. It just looks this uh-huh. way. So, okay. you know, he goes the barrier, and, of course, she's outwitted him. She didn't even leave at this point. She hid. He ain't even look. You know what I'm saying? He ain't look hard. And oh right, she was under the floorboard. Yeah, he, right? she was under yeah. the floorboard. Which, if you'd have walked over there, you would have seen a handcuff still attached to the bed. Right, that was on the floor. So, right, you know, of course, you know, he missed that. You know, he leaves out. She continues her escape. She finds a nail, busts out her handcuffs, and mm-hmm. you know, he's you know, no less the wiser. He goes on back to the boys. Um. She ends up getting up out of there, creeping across the goddamn place, ends up in the big house trying to use the phone to call for some help. You know? Um, As she's calling for help, you know what I'm saying, the new wife busts in and catch her. Bitch, hang up the phone. She's like, oh, shit, she's trying to be slick. Just leave the phone on. I said hang up the phone. Now she got a shotgun on her, everything. Hang up the phone. But, you know, as as all these things go, you know, they get to talking, you know what I'm saying, Dot, you know, hit her with some, oh, you know, empathetic shit that, you know, maybe we can both get away, you know what I'm saying, put it in her feelings. And as soon as she's getting, starting to feel Philly enough, Dot bust, snatches the gun, busts her inside her head, knocks her out cold, and gets away. You know what I'm saying? Dot's on the move, you know what I'm saying? Takes her phone, you know what I'm saying? And now she got a little lifeline where people can actually see where she's at. And you can take it from there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she knocked homegirl out whose name is Karen. I don't know if that's uh, is meant to be, uh, you know, deliberate or whatever. But she knocked, she knocked old Karen out and she starts, she dips. Now... And then one of the slick things that she does, because she, like, she is definitely Kevin McAllister. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The way she's moving around and little booby traps that she sets. She turned all of the little, the little eyes of the stove on, the, turned the gas on all mm-hmm. of them, you know? So, um, 
you know, she just, she's setting them up for an explosion, you know, and fortunately, you know, just Roy steps in, smell the gas, and stops my man before he light a cigarette, just in time. What's wrong with you? You don't smell that? You know, that type of thing. So now he like, damn, she done been through here. I know this is her work. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of know, he knows his, he knows his prey. You know what I'm saying? This is, this, this is the coyote and the road runner. You know what I'm saying? At this point. So they, now he like, ah, oh, shit, she done fucked around and, and got loose. So now he looking, he goes up to the room to where Karen is freshly knocked out at. He definitely sees her on the floor. He don't bat an eye. Right. He ain't even thinking about Karen. He like, damn, look at this shit. Well, it's you know, two, he, it's two things on that. He ain't give a fuck about that, but he also saw uh, that his dumbass son kept the money. Yeah, which is a little late because he went to another room. Yeah, he, yeah, saw, he saw that. No, he saw that first. Oh, yeah, he did see that. He did see that. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's like, sorry. Look, uh, look at this shit. And you could tell Roy don't have much patience for nobody. Nah, because it's on the line right now. You ain't got time for this shit. He ain't got no, but he ain't got no time at any time. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would have, he's quick to backhand Karen. You know what I'm saying? She fucking snipped his ear. You know what I mean? Like, he always told Gator when Gator came out. Came out the vagina. He was like, "This nigga's a loser. Damn. Don't call. Don't name him after me." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> per from what Dot said, Dot was like, "Look, man, she, that's why you don't got you don't carry his name because he looked at you, took one look at you, and assessed that you wasn't gonna be shit." She buried Damn. that Damn, that's before the doctor slapped you on the ass. He was like, "You might as well throw this little nigga in the trash." Damn. Anyway, um, yeah, that's kind of the, the you know the sentiment. It seems like he's like he is the guy that's like, man, if you want it done right, do it yourself. And he and he got, I guess he got a little bit of faith in this one black guy, but that's starting to come up short too. Anyway, so he looking, he can't find a dot. Is on the move. Dot now she got a she got a little not a burner phone, but she got a link to the outside. So she calls Lorraine. Uh she's no no, first she calls she calls um Wayne. Calls Wayne and Scotty. Wayne don't really, you know, he's still inept. You know what I'm saying? He definitely won. Wayne is slowly coming around, but he he's nothing to really he not gonna give you much confidence. So then we go to he called Lorraine. She called Lorraine, and she's like, "Yo, Lorraine, the big boss thick. now." Nah, yeah, she the big boss. Got Indira working with a with a headset, and, you know, some new clothes. Indira <laughs> look good in her new outfit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she look like she at work. <laughs> she, she look like she making some bread, and she about to be out of debt soon. You know what I mean? She ain't got the burden of a, a man child living in a repossessed house. car. <laughs> yeah, nah. She probably driving big. She might be driving a, a Porsche. Yeah. You know what I mean? A la Danish. <laughs> um, so boom. So she hit Lorraine. Lorraine is like, We're coming to get you. My daughter's not gonna get caught up or some shit like that. Yeah, like, She's not gonna she, my daughter not gonna uh, get tackled at the one yard line. Fuck that. Right, right, and right. she's like, what? Gangsta what the fuck sh- you mean? Like, where's this vote of confidence come from? Right. All this love. Now I'm your daughter? Before right. I was like a fucking, yeah. yeah. I was a problem. I was right. a, you know. 
Um, so boom, so there's that. So then she, which wasn't the smartest thing to do, dot head in the grave where Danish was. Right. So when the black dude showed up to see if she was hiding in the grave, sure enough, she was. Well, well the well Rob uh, what's the name? Black dude? The sheriff. The sheriff basically Roy. Yeah, Roy basically pointed out the, the two places to look. Cause he he know, he's like, she's gonna go to the places she thinks we're not gonna look. You check right. the grave, I'm gonna check the whatever the dungeon or whatever the fuck he called that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And sure enough, she was in the grave and kinda caught out there. Luckily it wasn't homie. Roy though. You know, lucky it was a luckily it wasn't an up motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess inept. I guess <laughs> young inept. And then Munch come out of nowhere. We and, don't know who it is, though. Pissing. All she knows no, is. No, we don't know who it is. All Somebody she knows, got the black, slumped. The black man opens yeah. it up and sees her, points uh-huh. the gun. We look at her. By the time we look back, we hear some shit in the background. Now, mm-hmm. which I don't understand. I only heard one gunshot, but it was three niggas. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I think I yeah, yeah. I thought I heard more than one gunshot, oh, you might but I didn't have, think it was enough. When I yeah. watched it, it definitely didn't sound like three, and it right, definitely didn't right. sound like how he took out all three of them just by walking up. Did he strangle them? Yeah. I don't. What the fuck? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So he handled her, and I guess now they they cool because he don't got no problem with her. He actually has respect for. Her. Right. From the door. He's well, like, oh, she's a tiger. He, he she worth jipped. more than what you... Why would he kill yeah. her? They hired him to kill her and didn't pay him. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? No Twice. Doubt. No doubt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And he got respect for her because she, she put a bit of a hurting on him. Right. You know what I mean? She on came him. the closest to... Yeah, exactly. She came the closest to really hurting him more than anybody else on the show. But he's like, I got to let the tiger out. Tiger can't fight in the in in the corner, some shit like that. You know, he's right. speaking in them tweets. Mm-hmm. So boom, there's that. Then on the other side, you got Lamorne. You know what I mean? Uh, OG and that Negro on the show. He is like, yo, I want to run point. I know y'all got armor and big guns and everything, and I don't got a limp and everything, but I want to run point. And they like, you the cat that got shot at the at the at the at the gas station, right? Yeah, that's me. Sure, you can run point. Yeah, why not? So now he running this point. This nigga out here running point. No helmet, no SWAT gear, no, no. He got a he got a motherfucking revolver. Come, Come on, on, man. Come on. He What's been, going he on? He's been up the whole season. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I did like, uh, I tell you, think Roy is a real ass cowboy, though. He going, he he pulled up with his horse he and shit. The cavalry, Pull, nigga. <laughs> hell yeah. He said, look, I'm just telling y'all now, it's either y'all leave or you die. You coming on this shit, we here to kill. We ain't playing no games. I'm going to give you fair warning. We not fucking around. Right. This shit, this is it's gonna be a war on your hands. Right. So if that's what you want, come come across this perimeter. Right. He, he but I'm telling you, he yeah. definitely called in the um the the, the yeah. cavalry, the white boys who what they uh, call them, what they call them them groups, militia groups, the infantry, or oh, the militia, yeah, the, militia the MAGA, group. yeah, yeah all of them, yeah. So his his yeah. his father in law has the militia. That's who he's funneling all the money and arms to. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. so the father-in-law is like, nigga, how you going to go through all this shit about a chick? You know what I'm saying? Because, right. you know, they both, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, old yeah. school as, uh, what they call them? Right. Patriarchal. Misogynist. Misogynist. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, how the fuck you going to go through, when you going through all this over a bitch is basically what he said. Right. Over somebody else's joint, too. This ain't right. even your lady no more. What fuck is you doing? Yeah. Right. So, like, what, what we out here about to yeah. die for this? You better make this yeah. shit right. Yeah, nigga. What's wrong with you? He looked disgusted. You he can was. see where the disgust. Yeah, you can see that disgust. Okay. So he like, yo, let me go ahead and take charge and do what I fuck I gotta do because this shit is out of hand. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he went out there, you know, he you know, the you know, the FBI SWAT niggas like, come on with it, nigga. We do this every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got two tanks and shit. The SWAT team. I mean the team did look a little small, but you know, it's TV. You know what I'm saying? He probably didn't have enough budget to just, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> set it all out. But, right. you know what I'm saying? They did have a small team to come out there and handle business. And, you know, it pretty much ends with them going in about to handle business. Munch, you know what I'm saying? Uh, getting Dotty up out of there like, you know, I see you. Now the tiger is free. But first he, right. he, threw, he threw old Gator to his daddy. You know what I'm saying? He threw Gator to his daddy. The daddy was like, man, now you really useless and walked off. Now, that's where he really showed that he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. That nigga, yeah, nah. Gator with the two blind eyes, he like, nah, you ain't worth nothing no more now. Right. He walked like, off, uh, left him out in the field with a blind. He didn't even take the, he didn't even help him back to the goddamn ranch. Like a horse with a broken leg. Yeah. If the Get mountain lions him. came and got him, he over. Yeah. He's done deal. He done deal. Over for him. Yeah. So, yeah, man. We're going to see. What you got? You got any um, any predictions? Well, How it's going on? You know, what you shit, think? of course Dot's going to win. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. Roy going to go out bad. <laughs> and shit, I don't know. You know, that's it. Yeah. That's the, that's the story. We at the end. Yeah. I guess we at the end. We're going to see how it all happens. Doc going to win. We're going to see how this. Okay, question for you. Is Lamorne going to make it or he going to pop? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a savior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he going to save Doc? Is he going to be the one to save Doc? Or I don't no? know. She going to wind up saving him. Shit, either or. He, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit, he okay. might as well save her. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the Munch storyline might be over. I don't know what else could happen with that unless yeah. he's still around. Um, curious how Lorraine's going to play a part. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, I she c- sent the I cavalry. C- I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure we'll we'll have to, to me, it seems like we'll have to see what happens when she get back home. You know what I'm saying? How the husband, right. all that shit roll out. But, yeah. <sighs> All right, yeah. So there that go. Let's take it. Uh, take it to Southside. Mm-hmm. Take it to Southside. Make Queens. Uh, fucking raising Canaan. Lot went on in this episode. Um, where do we begin? What happens in the beginning? Oh, okay. In the beginning, 
we see, okay, so I, I had a feeling that this was going to happen. I don't know why. Okay. I will say watching this episode frustrated me a couple times because mm-hmm. it's a lot of, I guess I don't want to say unnecessary, but it feels unnecessary. There's a lot of unnecessary unburdening. What a lot mean? of un. Just a lot of unnecessary confessions. Oh. Right? Well, so, was it unnecessary or is it heavy? Is it explaining these characters and why they move right. the way they move? That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, they processing it and they got to get it off their chest. So I forget at what point. Okay, actually. Okay, so we open up. I want to say we open up with Famous in the studio. Um, telling on himself again, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like incriminating himself, you know? And I, I felt so crazy when I had to kill a motherfucker and I still can't get over it. And I'm crying a little bit as I record punching to me. I might have to punch in, nigga. And I know we ain't even got punching technology. So this is going to fuck up the reel or whatever the tape. Cause I'm, I'm getting emotional and, and Lewis like good shit, good shit. Mm-hmm. You need that. That's the shit we need, nigga. That shit, unburden yourself, nigga. Tell the world. This is the this is the therapy. And it's going to be pressed. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, man. Get a journal, Pop. I get it. Get a journal. Can't told his motherfucking can- ass not to say nothing again. Yeah. Yeah. So boom. So we see that. So but now he's he done unlocked some shit in Lou. You know what I mean? Cause now it's the confessions. You know, after uh, after Famous is done, you know, kind of unburdening himself, losing there, I guess, mixing, and he sees Scrap over to the side. He like, damn, fucking Scrap doing here. I thought I killed this nigga. Oh, no, that's my conscience. You know what I mean? Now my conscience is heavy. So then now he dealing with that. Now we seeing they got the heavy conscience. Famous, he ain't get enough off his chest. He go home. To the little one-room apartment, I guess, that he's sharing with fucking his, Kanan. His own home. <laughs> his own spot that Kanan has fucking conquered and taken over. Uh, you know, and Kanan's becoming a damn fucking, uh, uh, fucking warlord in the way that he done usurped all of this white man's uh, infrastructure <laughs> and has used it for himself. And basically telling that white man, dog, don't make me put you down. You know what I mean? I'm trying to respect you as an elder, but you, you're getting a little too big for your bridges. I'm going to see what I could do. You know what I mean? Putting you out of business wasn't my intention. It just happened. It's just the circumstance of big business, unfortunately. But we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. I need you to be cool. Mm-hmm. I need you to be cool. He really pushing you off. He's sunning you, and he's a youngster sunning you. And he's a young black man sunning you, and you feel away, and you're like, I don't this like nigga this. Kicked you out your own house. No, 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 no. I'm not even talking about this. I'm talking about he. I'm talking about courier guy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the courier mm-hmm. guy right, right, sunning, right, right. sunning um, the older white guy. Right, he right, like, right. man, look, dog, you're a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you right, know, right, 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 right. Don't make me. Basically, then don't make me get my belt on your ass. <laughs> he's like, look. I'll put you down. 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you know, but there's a lot of kids killing adults nowadays. And, right. and you you could be part of that story if that's what you want. <laughs> right, that's how right. you want your legacy to go. Right, He's right. like, oh, shit, this little nigga is serious. Right. And these motherfuckers is hungry. And Ronnie so watching that. the whole time. Oh, my God. Ronnie watching the whole time. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so Ronnie watching the whole time. Yeah, you continue. I'm just saying. That was just an ad. That's just, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Weird-ass Ronnie. Ronnie (laughs) is the best weird ghost-like-ass nigga. Not ghost in the power sense, but just ghost in the just fucking whoo, just orbiting. This nigga just looks weird as fuck. Just Mm -hmm. an onlooker. Then weird-ass Ronnie got the nerve to come up to Kane and say, yo, you need to come to this party at Olympic Palace tonight. It's going to be the jam. Everybody going to be there. Nigga, your weird ass is inviting me to a party? This is, I don't even understand. This is such a disconnect. Uh. Kane and Rightfully so, was like, come on, weird man. I'm cool. You stay, you do your thing, but I'm chilling. He's like, nah, everybody gonna be there. Everybody you wanna meet, you need to be there. So then, shit, I guess it lands on him. But Kanan going, go ahead. Yeah, but you gotta, the setup was that Ronnie had already traded his, his killing of his brother to Juliana. And his jewelry, oh, right. you know what I'm saying, and his oh, money. Oh, did he have jewelry on at that point? Oh, no, 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 nah, no, no, no. See, no, no, no. Ronnie, Ronnie in- went to Ronnie went to the crib, right, and took the jewelry, took um, Unique's yeah. jewelry, and you know he right. had his little money, that little bag right. of money, and his jewelry. That uh-huh. you know, what I'm saying probably the money he got from the old school couple plus the right. jewelry, and mm-hmm. he went to Juliana to be mm-hmm. the plug. He's like, now nah, Ronnie out your now Unique is out your way. He gone for good. Right. And right, she like, oh, right, right, right. my cousin don't even have to know about this. Let's do it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Threw Pernessa ass to the floor. Right. Pernessa yeah, like, oh, my God, Ronnie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, because we, we forgot when we opened up, Pernessa comes through and with tried, the pistol. Right, right. Tried to, yeah. <laughs> and and Rock, Rock hit her with the ping, ping, yeah. dropped her, and then, and then schooled her. You know right. what I mean? Like, look, so yeah. Pernessa, you know what I'm saying, went and attacked Ronnie because she knew that Unique was fucking her. But she uh, thought that no, she No, Rocky, made, Rocky. Yeah, I mean, she, Rocky. Went, she went to attack Rocky because, you know, uh-huh. um, Unique was fucking her. And so, right. you know, Rock, like, you got it all wrong. I ain't did shit to uh-huh. him. You know what I'm saying? You ever right. think about Ronnie? She was like, nah, nah, that's his brother. She, he would never do that. Until uh-huh. she went home uh-huh. and this nigga in there taking the jury. Ronnie, uh-huh. stop! <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie just don't hear nobody. Ronnie do what the fuck Ronnie gonna do. He like AI. So, so which leads that, you to you know what I'm saying him having the plug, and yeah. now they gotta move this work. So they orchestrated right. the party. You know what I'm saying? We don't see all that, but he invites Kanan to the party. Let me ask you this, and I asked somebody else this, and they they ain't see it, and maybe I'm bugging. Does it feel like they building some type of sexual tension between Ronnie and Juliana? They Possibly. Have these little long, Possibly. lingering I mean, ass it's, glances. It's a okay. reach because we don't see Ronnie like that. You know what I'm saying? Or Juliana, really. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we know, shit, Juliana been looking, trying to get in the game ever since he popped on the scene. Remember when the cousin was like, nah, we don't fuck with y'all. And she was kind of right. like looking back like, you know what? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. 
Yeah, so yeah. it could be a thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we're there yet, but right now, Ronnie just needed uh-huh. a plug. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah. so he got her so, as the plug now. He got her as the plug. So he he's 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 in, he's he's plugged in. So back to um so Kanan, you know, basically punks that grown ass man, goes back to the crib, famous. You know, second verse of Unburdening, he says, yo, I got to be honest with you. I'm the reason that you got caught with no, the gun. No, no. He said, yo, mama put no, the no, gun No, 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 but back. that's what I'm saying. He didn't say, yeah, he yeah. didn't say he was the I, reason. He said he was the, he he the, the reason. He was like, oh, motherfucker, yeah. you let her. Yeah, yeah. He said, yo, your moms did that. Yeah. And he said, how, how you know that? He said, well, I, I let her. And Kanan, knowing famous, was like, nigga, not only did you let her, she probably paid you not to say nothing. And basically, your loyalty is for sale. Nigga, you got five minutes to get out of here because just like her, I'm scary too. So now famous got to find a, a, a new home, even though that's his home. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. And then I think we go to... Um, Oh, okay. So there's also Butter. You know, Butter is performing for some executives. Marvin's in the spot, you know, and they doing their whole little, you know, TLC thing or whatever. And at the end of it all, Marvin, you know, he proud father. He can't hold it all in. He like, yo, I don't understand how she ain't the lead. You know what I mean? Blowing it up. Jukebox is a little embarrassed and shit. You feel like, damn, you fucking the game up. She got to hurry him out of the thing. He like, babe, what are you talking about? I'm just I'm speaking how I see. I, I see it. It's obvious. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, you about to fuck this up for me, this, that, and the other thing. So then uh, the label people leave. You know, it's already some tension in the group because the one girl thinks she's Beyonce, you know, and the other girl's kind of unsure. So then, you know, the... um. The uh, the pebbles of such, or the 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 female ditty of it all, you know what I mean? Because she's like a recognizable character in the way of, <laughs> you know, you know those type of execs, like kind of middlemen. Uh, they kind of in the industry, but they're not all the way in the industry. But they need to, they need something to solidify them. But they move like they are the bridge, and they move with so much fervor, so much industry. Look, if you can't do it this way, you ain't gonna ever have a career. You know what I mean? I'm money. I could get there for you, so I need you to be serious, cause I don't want to waste my motherfucking time. Which you know, it's one of those type of motherfuckers. We see these type of people, you know. Um, so anyway, she's like breaking it down. Like, look, none of y'all really, you know, what Marvin said might have a point, you know, because there is no true leader of this group. And then she kind of breaks down everybody. She don't really know how to break down Jukebox. She's like, I don't even know what you want, you know. So now she kind of put it in their head that they're going to have to fight to see who's the who's the, the de facto leader of the group. Mm-hmm. So you got that. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think jukebox might still be like I always say jukebox plays a good a good role because she balances that naive kid like shit and then the disappointment well. She could be disappointed a lot and take it but then for whatever reason she's still like still somewhat of a child. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas Kanan is getting more and more like uh, hardened. Mm-hmm. Even though Kanan, when he go to the little Olympic Palace party, he brings jukebox and I guess the girl's name is Aisha or something like that, or Alicia or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the other girl from the from the joint, and then they walk up in the spot, and surprisingly, that shit is lit. I had no, I didn't know. I didn't. I mean, obviously, I think he just was one of. I don't even think he was a sub promoter. I think he was invited, Ronnie, and he's just spreading the word because there ain't no way weird ass Ronnie nah, is bringing this see, many motherfuckers. Here's, here's out. the thing: what people don't understand about this situation and Ronnie. Go but, ahead. See, Ronnie ran the streets. You see what I'm saying? True, true. Ronnie yeah. ran the streets when he went to jail. As they said, Ronnie was the nigga that niggas who you don't fuck with don't fuck with. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. So right, 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 right. he ain't no joke. Like, we see him as a joke because he got on some old clothes and he, you know what I'm saying, got that old serious face. But he is one-minded. He's one-track-minded. He don't have no other plan except for to right. get back up. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, people were saying he was in the party with the same clothes on. I was like, yeah, because right. Ronnie got one track, and that's yeah. to come up. He already got the players involved. He got the two big players who who lended the money, retired. They know everybody. You know what I'm saying? He know everybody. And all he needed was the work to let it be known that I'm back out here on it. You know what I'm saying? And if y'all want to get some money, Y'all could get some money with me. And that's what he's telling Kanan. And that's probably what they told all these other niggas. You know what I'm saying? So they got all the players in the room. And he might look like a joke to a nigga who who was who was un you know what I'm saying? He don't uninformed. Mm. Mm-hmm. But in real life, niggas who know know not to fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, let me go mm-hmm. see what this nigga talking about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so they in the spot. They got all of the players. You know what I'm saying? Everybody looking like a player. Everybody looking like something. You know what I'm saying? Except mm-hmm. for Ronnie looking like work, you know? And mm-hmm. Kanan, he sees this. He like, oh, shit, I'm at the big boy table. Jukebox mm-hmm. like, nah, nigga, you don't want to be at this table. You know what I'm saying? A lot of thugsters. Yeah. Thug, like, well, come on. Like, they nobody used that term in that era. But anyway. Thugster. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, who wrote that? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> she like, nah, nigga, you don't want to be at this table, man. These some niggas in here. And he like, right. nah, fuck that. Y'all go on about your business. Let me do my business. You know what I mean? Then Ronnie pull him on into the circle. He got in the picture. You know what I'm saying? Come on, get in this picture. You know? Right. Nah, right. you know, you know that picture is gonna go down in hell. That's, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When they start putting all the fingers, putting all the dots together, nigga, that's gonna be the picture in the middle. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so Kanan is solidified. He in it. They, you know, what I'm saying they about they see his little operation working. He got potential. They, we see where he's gonna get the game from. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you know, speaking of pictures. Marvin pictures circulating throughout the police department. You know what I'm saying? Because they trying to figure this shit out. The yeah. the dirty police trying to throw them off with a little Fugazi, you know what I'm saying, Camacho story. But they like, come on, man. This nigga, his name ain't ringing hard enough to be the nigga running all this shit. He was a music nigga. Yeah. So, so now they trying to figure it out. They icing old, what's his name, Harold? Whatever his name Howard. is. Howard. Howard. They were icing Howard out. And then, you know, towards the middle of the end, they like, well, who is this motherfucker? And it's Marvin. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's just yeah. a nigga. He be always into something, you know, did a stretch, you know, did a bid, blah, blah, blah. But it seems that, you know what I'm saying, it's all pointing to Marvin and, you know, his connection to the, the Italian shit. You know what I'm saying? And then he runs into the nigga in the park, his old, one of his old dope fiends who knows right. him from the girl that he killed. You know what I'm saying? He's like, man, I forgot you forgot all about that girl. Yeah, you forgot Scarsdale. about it. You forgot about it. Yeah. He's like, that. And my man was like, that sounds like a porno name. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, right, man, right, I don't know right. what y'all talking about, man. You know? Yeah. So it seems that Marvin's, as he's getting his life together, his mm-hmm. street life is coming back to haunt him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it seems like it's closing in on, on Marvin. Not necessarily rock. Rock shit is closing in now that Kanan done joined the gang gang. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That shit got a lot of implications for her. You know what I mean? Because he like, man, yeah. this my shit, not rock shit. Fuck rock. Fuck rock. Oh, everybody's right. saying fuck rock? Even her son? Yeah. In the streets? Well, he didn't say it. He didn't well, say he, it. You know what I'm saying? He been yeah. saying it the whole time. He didn't time. say nothing. Yeah, he been saying it the whole time. <laughs> he ain't said that. But you could tell, like... Yeah, now you're dealing with a whole nother squad of people. Who really who it, don't yeah, give a fuck. Who, who really don't give a fuck at all. They don't see they don't see Rock as your moms. Right. You know what I mean? They not torn. They will right. take your mother down. Right. Yeah. So now Damn. it's this shit got implications for her. And now she don't know nothing else to do. Her motherfucking landlord business is going to shit. She don't know what else to do with herself because she identifies herself as a hustler. As somebody who sell mm-hmm. dope. You know what I'm saying? So she goes with to get back in the game with the Italian. You know, because she don't know no better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And as the world is falling in, she don't even know it. She don't even know her son joining the gang. She don't know her other brother who's saying, fuck rock, is going around with the loose lips confessing his sins to the family. Now that shit finna be in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if and if he didn't kill himself, who killed him? You know what I mean? It's gonna point back to her. You know what I mean? And the mama ain't happy about this shit at all, man. And nope. she nope. gonna be trying to figure out something to get something off her heart. So And Rock don't even know. Rock don't even know it as she goes to get a new plug to jump back in the game. She need to move her ass to North Carolina. And Leave it all behind. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. But, shit, that's where we at with it. Yeah, that's where we at. Did we miss anything? I guess that's it. That's it. Yeah, that, that's pretty much um, it. Um, you know, yeah. Marvin, Marvin out there, you know, seeing his people. Rock came by the club, but that ain't do nothing but piss Lulu off. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was pounding hard on them little... Calculator buttons after she left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mad as shit. Gerald's uh, supposed to do a story on Juke, which probably gonna put Marvin further in the hole. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because he's definitely was on his reporter shit at that in the park. <laughs> right. When he saw that, he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna put that, mm-hmm. put that in my um my little mental fucking hard drive, and I might even follow up with this guy over here by the jungle gym." Right. You know what I mean, how do you know Marvin? So um. Yeah, um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. We yeah, I think so. I think so. Else. Predictions? Shit, nigga. Predictions. Um, like I said, it's going to come down hard on, on uh, Rock and Marvin. So they're going to have to join forces to try to figure shit out. Um, 
Lulu probably gonna catch the bad end of this shit. You know what I'm saying? For for running his mouth too much. Um uh, Jukebox group ain't gonna do shit. Just, nah, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunate. Uh, so famous is homeless. <laughs> That's that crazy. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying, the funny shit, you know what I'm saying, after, like, I think we missed something in Fargo. I think the funniest shit was when when her mama, when the when Lorraine got on the phone with Dot and was like, mm-hmm. put your big girl pants on. <laughs> <laughs> stay in the fight. Then, right. Uh, the old right. police officer was like, uh, Dot, don't stay in the fight. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I yeah, forgot. Do we forgot to say yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be crazy. Ah, oh, shit, man. Um, <clears throat> it's a good one. We got some good ones. We got the finale of Fargo coming up. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna start talking about True Detective next week. Yeah, that's new uh, to me. So you know what I'm saying. Bear yeah. with, bear with my ignorance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now we're gonna get into the True Detective situation. It's been it's the first episode came out this weekend. It's pretty good, mm-hmm. but we're gonna we're gonna lock in with that. And mm-hmm. uh shit, I'll say this. Tickets are selling, tickets are selling. DC Improv, February eighth through the tenth. DC Improv, February eighth through the tenth. Go to DamianLemon.com. Go ahead and get yourself some tickets. And then if you in the in the Hartford, Connecticut area, you know I'm gonna be at City Steam February 16th through the 17th. Go ahead and get some tickets too, DamianLemon.com. Those are also selling. Tickets are selling. We want y'all in the building. Gonna have a good time building this new hour. So come on out. All right. And uh until next week, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out.